What's up, everyone? How are you guys doing today? Don't forget to check out the second part of this show. Links are in the community chat right now over on YouTube. One of these stories really hits home with me today. It has to do with a gentleman who has spina bifida. My grandson has a severe case of spina bifida. These people, these kids, are warriors. They face obstacles that none of us ever can. Or, quite frankly, wouldn't want to. But they face those challenges every day with a smile on their face. That's why I'm really, really happy to bring this story to you where the gentleman in this story with spina bifida always wanted to ride and people are coming together to help that happen. So let's take a look at this story right now. And this one's out of KWTX motorcycle club. Yes. A motorcycle club raising funds for modified bike for beloved member a fetch uh, uh, called wheels. <laughs> Rock on, man. Here we go. Bert is underway to get a beloved member of the No Limitations community an adaptive motorcycle for his. 39-year-old Jimmy Morena said riding with a motorcycle group would be a dream come true. Julie Hayes visited with Jimmy and joins us now with today's Tell Me Something Good. Jimmy Morena, affectionately known as Wheels, was born with spina bifida and has lived his life in a wheelchair. But that has never slowed Wheels down, and he's hoping that that way of living soon rings true on the back of a motorcycle. Jimmy is a familiar face to many in Central Texas. He's been an athlete in both the Challenger League and No Limitations, both sporting leagues with those with disabilities. At No Limitations, he's now a board member and a coach there. Jimmy is also a shift supervisor at Biddy and Bo's Coffee Shop in downtown Waco, which employs those with disabilities. Jimmy first met a group of motorcycle riders during COVID as they helped with a parade for a no limitations athlete. Since then, he's attended numerous rides to help bring joy to others, but he's always had to follow behind in a pickup truck. Jimmy's friends, including Shelby Gallagher, have now started a GoFundMe to raise the money to buy Jimmy a used Can-Am Riker and equipped it to hold his wheelchair and have handbrakes. I've seen him ride four-wheelers and things like that, and the smile on his face is just, it'll melt your heart. And we want to show our appreciation to him for supporting us for so long by gifting him a bike of his own that he can ride and feel the wind and just feel what we feel when we're on our bikes. Jimmy said getting a chance to ride on the open road with his friends to support others would be a dream come true. This will allow me to finally become a rider and to show others that everything is possible and no matter what circumstances you're in, you can do it, but we need your help. This would mean the world to me because finally I'll be able to be a part of the group instead of being behind and following. 
If you want to help Jimmy make this dream possible, we have provided the GoFundMe link on this story on KWTX.com. Rock on, man, rock on. Let me see if uh, there's a link here. Uh, see, Oh, there it is right there. I'm going to put that in the description box. If you guys can click on that, give a couple bucks. Help this guy get a bike, man. Like I say, spina bifida. It's a terrible disease. And it costs these people a lot. Quality of life, the whole nine yards, but they're fighters. And that's what I love about them. Anyway, let's go to what we got here. Charity motorcycle race begins and ends in Phoenix. Sounds like good stuff right there. The country started today right here in the valley. And after seven days, it's going to end here in the valley as well. Danielle Miller has details. And it's like herding cats when you're in a parking lot, I can tell you that, but it, it is a lot of fun. There's about 220 people in all. The 26th annual Kyle Petty Charity Ride Across America Tour taking off from Tolleson this morning. After traveling 1,500 miles on a seven-day trek, the group will end their ride back here in the valley for the first time ever. It's starting and ending in the same city. We're going out to the racetrack, uh, to Phoenix Raceway, to take a lap around the racetrack and get the green flag from Julie Geis out there. So we're pretty excited. And then we're going to Havasu, over to Flagstaff. Uh, we're going up through Oatman on the way to Flagstaff, so we're looking forward to Oatman. Uh, but then we're going up to the Grand Canyon and then over to Bryce, and we'll spend an extra day at Bryce. All of the money raised during the ride will benefit Victory Junction. It's a camp created by Petty and his family for children with serious medical illnesses. In the, in the previous 25 years, we've raised over $19 million uh, to be able to send kids to camp. The camp is a camp in North Carolina called Victory Junction. Uh, my oldest son was killed in a racing accident, and we built the camp, so it's in memory of him. And we've seen about 90 or 100,000 kids have come through camp free of charge. Uh, so we're really excited to be able to send more kids to camp. All 125 motorcycles will be riding back to Phoenix, where they're going to be taking a victory lap at the Phoenix Raceway, celebrating the ride. That's happening May 6th. Dan Good stuff right there. Great stuff. Always, you know what? Kyle Petty's cool, man. So the whole Richard Petty family's something else, I can tell you that. Anyway, previous episode, we were talking about this where the police, you know, old BJ, man, uh, he was out there talking about how the banditos were all criminals and stuff like that. They were, you know, no good people. They shouldn't have, you know, one of the papers said it was illegal for them to be there. Go figure. Uh, but here is a story out of there to give both sides of the story. Uh, sign of trouble, state police search Bandito's Rapid City Clubhouse. Uh, they put the Bandito's uh, Motorcycle Club in the headlines. That's what I read uh, on yesterday's. A bunch of masked highway patrol and division of criminal investigation officers searched the gang's Rapid City Clubhouse. None of the cops or reporters have told us what for. <laughs> reporters are in on it now. Uh, the only interesting detail in the reporting that I noticed was the Kilo TV says the gang sign has officially been removed from the motorcycle club's meeting space. Main story for today, jury to decide on 2017 Hell's Angel Love Triangle. 
Murder that rocked Monkey Junction. More than five years after the 2017 death of a 39-year-old man, his suspected killer is on trial in New Hanover County Superior. Uh, the jury deliberations are going to start soon. Aaron Stevens is charged with second-degree murder and assault with a deadly weapon in the shooting and stabbing death of Terry Greenwood. Stevens was 42 at the time of the March 22 uh, fatal fight in the cul-de-stack at the west end of Julia Drive in uh, Wilmington. When police responded to reports of violence after midnight on that March night five years ago, they arrived to find three men all wounded and laying in the street. I remember covering this one. According to the autopsy, his death was called by, uh, caused by multiple stab wounds and a gunshot wound. Uh, Stevens was arrested in connection to the killing in 2017 and was released on bail in September of that year. So that case is moving forward. They are dubbing it the Love Triangle, uh, the Hells Angels Love uh, Triangle. That's what they're uh, calling it right now. The media always has these funny names, don't they, for everything that goes on. Uh, but going to back to the first story, make sure you guys check out the link and see what it's all about. Look up Spina Bifida and the problems that they go through. True warriors. I know my little one is a true warrior, man. He's going through so many operations right now. He wears a trach and stuff. And he smiles the whole way through it. Lots and lots of surgeries, a lot uh, that they go through. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now. I'll be right back after this music break with China Dow, baby. Here we go. Rock and roll, man. Rock and roll. Yeah. 
just have to say it. Focus. That's what I was thinking. Focus. Whatever. People do vote for radio stations. Radio stations. If you want modern rock. WMMRDB Rockford. Let the crying, the whining, the screaming, the protest start. Oh, Lord, here we go. Roe versus Wade. Loony lefties are going to go fucking nuts. <laughs> I don't get it, though. The Supreme Court is known for never leaking anything. Never. So this gets leaked, and you tell me how this happens. You have protesters already there. You have that crazy Bernie fucking Sanders. That dummy. He a meatball. We need to take away the filibuster. We need to put more judges on the... See, that's what... These people are fucking animals. I don't like loony lefts. I really don't. I never would have guessed. I can't stand them. (laughs) They're commies. They're Marxists. You imagine during, you know, the 1950s and stuff, they'd be all freaking red book. But what happened is, this is only a draft, it's not even an opinion. I think it's an attempt by some loser meatball loony leftist to try to get public to pressure the judges. So we released this, or she, because there's only a few people that have access to a draft report. Anyway... The judges believe that this issue should go back to the states where if you actually read the Constitution, the states are the ones who govern themselves. The federal government was only supposed to protect our borders and some other stuff. But over the years, that power grew. So the Supreme Court said, no, the states are the ones who have to decide this. Which is right. Now, you got all the crybabies out there. They screaming. They whining and crying. See, me and you had a little discussion about this last night. Don't even get started on that, please. Me and you had a little discussion. Sure, okay. We did. Yeah, we did. You were a little confused. Uh, yes. <laughs> you were hooked on phonics dropout there in the civics classes. Yeah. Big time. What is your thoughts on this? Now, what brought this about was, I believe it was the Texas or the Mississippi law, where they say after six weeks, you can't have an abortion. There's a lot of people that are spreading their legs taking it up to taco, getting jizzed, and next thing you know, they get pregnant and they want to use it as birth control pills. Don't they got the after morning pill or something like that? The morning after pill? Yeah, why can't they use that if they want to do something? Hey, I just got uh, banged. I'm going to take this pill. But instead... These states said after six weeks, if there's a heartbeat, that's a baby. Do you know there's been 65 million 
babies killed since Roe versus Wade. Nope, didn't know that. Very interesting statistics. And you know which community it's affected the most? Which one? The black community. Roe. Really? Do you know Planned Parenthood, the one that, you know... Oh, we you know we're about women's health. Well, most of your business is from abortion, you pricks. She was actually the one that started Planned Parenthood that wanted to wipe out the blacks. But nobody understands that because they don't know their history. Mm-hmm. So our discussion last night was pretty interesting with you. Oh God! Here See, we go. you hold. What is your beliefs on abortion? For my personal self or for in general? Just your personal self. What is your thoughts? My personal self? Um, I don't, I don't agree with it unless it's uh, rape or incest. What, you want me to keep going? Keep going here. We're on a show. I want to hear your opinion. <laughs> that a woman has the right to choose what she does with her own body. So you believe that a woman has a right... Mm. To choose Mm -hmm. what she does with her body. Yeah. So the unborn doesn't have a choice in this matter. Why why would it have a choice? It's not here. It has a heartbeat. It's a living thing. Well, some veer to differ. So you're telling me if they I mean, have here, if there's a heartbeat, it's not a, it's not alive. I mean, here in Illinois, they have it where it's allowed up to 12 weeks. So then technically Illinois would be going against it because of the fact that it's past the 6 weeks. No, see that's where you don't understand state but rights. But it be but it be as you said, Each individual as you said, state but as you said, here in Illinois, okay, you said after six weeks there's a heartbeat. So then technically if Illinois allows abortions up to the 12-week mark, mm-hmm. then they're technically from the 6th to the 12th week, they're killing a person. That's what I believe. The problem was why this case got to the Supreme Court was these loony leftists, they pushed this issue so overboard... Where they believed in late-term abortion. No, see, I think that's gross. Somebody has to talk louder. I think that's gross. It is gross. But see how far they push? It's the same thing with, let's teach sex to a fucking kindergartner. How is that the same thing? How is that the same thing? It is the same thing because they push it to the limit. Most Americans don't believe in abortion. They believe in, how can I say it? Oh, I don't know. Restrictions. It shouldn't be used for. Well, I don't think abortion should be used as birth control either. So you're in that class. You believe it too. Believe what? You believe a woman shouldn't use it for birth control. No, not at all. I think that's gross. It's either close your legs or fucking wear some protection. Why would you choose to have an abortion every time? There's women that's had it three, four times like it's freaking nothing. Yeah, I know that. But how do you think 
that you know what? Let me play this little clip here. Rut row clip. Time. Let me play a little clip. This is how the Peacock Network, you know, Small Dick Network, is covering this. Six to three conservative majority. So it's not exactly a surprise that it would overturn Roe v. Wade. Still, a leaked draft opinion indicated the court has already decided to do it is sending shockwaves across the country. By the way, what a draft they go through. That's one draft from February. They go through multiple drafts. But did you see how he just covered it? As soon as they heard the news, people rushed to the Supreme Court to demonstrate. Roe has been in place for nearly 50 years. The 1973 decision legalized abortion nationwide. Now, according to Politico, the court is ready to overturn it. I'm disgusted. I'm here out of grief and out of mourning. It's very exciting. People have worked for a lot of years, put a lot of money into this, put a lot of hours, a lot of prayer has gone into this. A lot of prayer? Does that sound like something the old man upstairs would want? A lot of prayer. That came from a loony leftist. Politico obtained a document labeled first draft of the opinion of the court in a case challenging Mississippi's ban on abortion after 15 weeks. That leaked opinion states that there is no constitutional right to abortion services. Politico reports Justice Alito wrote the majority decision. Justices Thomas, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett voted with him. The three liberal justices were in the minority. It's not clear how Chief Justice Roberts planned to vote. Here's a quote from Justice Alito in the draft opinion as reported by Politico. He writes, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. It must be overruled. It is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elective, elected representatives. He's not saying that abortion should be illegal. What he's saying is it should go back to the state and the representatives vote on it because they represent us in the state legislatures. That's all they're saying. But, I, go ahead. I, I still don't like the idea of the government being that involved in anybody's life. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree they shouldn't be involved in our lives. But do you see the pattern that there is on the loony left where... They're trying to pass these radical ideas that have nothing to do with our country's morals as they cry and whine about. Do you know we're in the company of China? No. We're one of eight countries that allow this kind of shit past 20 weeks, I think it is. China, man, they used to kill all the females. We're in the company of them. That's gross. Why would they do that? The more that people dig into an issue like this, the more they find it sickening. But I believe state rights, 100%. That's the way the founders believed. That's just like you last night. <laughs> I was trying to explain to you. Dude, I kept telling you, dumb it down. I don't get it. I was trying to explain taxes to you. Yeah, dumb that down too, because I don't get that either. 
we pay tens of thousands of dollars in taxes every year. Yeah. And I look at you and I say, you know what? Every time I make a mortgage payment, most of it's taxes. And it goes to these fucking schools. That suck. That suck. <laughs> to pay for their nonsense. So there's no way they can make it if your kids no longer go to that school. You don't have to pay the money out. <laughs> no, because that's what taxes do. It supports <laughs> schools. It supports our fire department, our cops. Well, if all this money supporting schools, why do they suck so bad? Because people like you... <laughs> people like me. ...refuse the vote. Yeah, I do. Refuse to get involved. I don't refuse to get involved. I just refuse to vote. And then it's your problem because you have no voice at that point. So... Just because I, I don't vote don't mean I don't have a voice. Yes, it does. No, it don't. Because I don't even really think that, that most of the time the votes even matter. That's what they want you to believe in. That's what these rich pricks who love power want you to believe. That you do not matter. So when you, when you heard me say, okay, we're paying all these freaking taxes... How do you feel about them giving $10 million to Pakistan to study women's reproductive rights? How do you feel about that? Why the hell is our money going overseas? Exactly. When you start understanding what's going on, you get more upset. What I get upset about, and I'll tell you 100% what I get upset about, me and you are paying tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. We cringe when we get the tax bill. <laughs> yeah. While others don't pay taxes. There's not a lot of people that actually pay because they get refunds every year. Right. We don't get refunds. We got to pay. So you can see the importance of what's going on. Now, we're not a big corporation like Coca-Cola, them woke fucks, and I drink. I used to drink their shit, uh, Disney or any of that stuff. They can afford to pay a tax rate of 25%. Right. Just because we have a corporation, we can't. that's killing us. But then you hear these people going around, it's their talking point for the last 25 years, Tax the rich. You motherfuckers are the rich ones. Tax yourself. Don't tax me. Small businesses make up most of the corporations out there. So yes, it matters for you to get out and vote. Nope, still not going to do it. And then you can cry and whine and have no reason to. Yeah, still not going to do it. Still not going to vote. I don't think it matters if it's just me. I really don't. I don't. So that's the way you're going to keep it? Yeah, I'm not going to vote. Maybe, wow. <laughs> maybe if uh, the next election is interesting, I don't know. Maybe. What makes the next one interesting? Whoever runs for president. 
So it's only on a presidential level that you want to vote on. Well, I technically don't even really want to vote on that. I mean, I'll voice my opinion of it, but I really don't want to vote on that either because that's all based on electoral college votes, so our votes really don't freaking matter. Well, for 2022, the midterms, it does. How you figure? Uh, because it's local races. I don't know what the hell's going on in this town. That's too much to figure out. And that's the problem with schools. Is they don't teach you this kind of stuff. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. They want to make ignorant citizens. Yeah, so then they don't have as many people voting, right? Exactly. Well, I don't know. I, I don't follow any of the local area stuff. The only thing I ever really pay attention to is the presidential races. I don't pay any, atten any attention to the rest of it. So I'd be walking into a ballot booth going, I don't freaking know. What do you think about these people that do nothing in life but cry, whine, and act outraged? About? Anything that hurts their little feelings. I don't know. I think it depends on the situation. <laughs> Sometimes it makes me laugh. It does make you laugh. It's because they cannot base life. They're weak people. They need others to tell them what to do. True. The slipping update in there, uh, news came in that Naomi Judge committed uh, suicide. Sad state of affairs. And that was mental illness stuff. Wow. Great singer. Touched that stuff yesterday. <laughs> well, nobody knew what she died of. No, nobody did when, she, when it was announced. Now we do. It always, it always reminds me when these people, they're Karens. Who? All these people that cry and whine 24-7. <laughs> that would be your daughter. <laughs> That's why she can't talk to me. <laughs> she, no. <laughs> she don't want to. She don't want to because then all you guys do, anytime the two of you talk, she either tells you you didn't help her or <laughs> it's, it ends up in an argument. That's because they have no positions to stand on. None. Who? Who? The loony left. They have no position. Well, your daughter's one of them. All they do is cry, whine, bit, scream. That's all they do. They, they throw tantrums. Yeah. And that's about it. That's about it. They should cry and whine. So we're going to be hearing this for the next fucking month. Oh, about Roe versus Wade? About this. That's what we're going to be hearing about. Well, you will. I won't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, we know you don't. I won't pay any attention. Moving on, though. I'll be like, what happened? <laughs> Moving on. I had to say my piece on that because it's a big freaking uh, deal right now. Breaking news out there. Yeah, you had to call both of us in here. I have a question for you. I probably have an answer, I hope. Depending on, you know, your blondness today. Okay, go. What's the question? Do you blame God when something goes wrong? No. Why did it take you so long to answer that? Uh, because I'm blonde. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I, th I think it, uh... I think it depends on the situation. Why does it depend on the situation? Because, okay, like, here's the scenario from my point of view. 
when my dad died, I blamed him. Why? Because uh, he took the wrong one. <laughs> he took the wrong parent. He took the wrong parent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do another example, okay? <laughs> That's kind of, kind of morbid, huh? He's kind of blonde right there. No, it's not. There's a lot of people that blame the man upstairs for the problems they're having. No, I usually... They praise him when everything's going good. If I have problems, I usually just blame myself. That's what you should do. Yeah, I don't... Because a lot of people want to blame others for what they're going through. Yeah. I blame myself. So if the situation goes bad, you're at least adult enough to know the decision you made... Is what made it go bad. Is what made it go bad. Yeah. Decisions have consequences. Oh, yeah. Tenfold. Life is full of crossroads. You either take the left or you take the right. Correct. Many people ain't raised to think that way. And they wonder why they're stuck in bullshit all their lives. Because they keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. Well, and the thing is, is a lot of people just like to blame anyone who, anyone and everyone for their problems, and they don't take responsibility for themselves. Bingo! Responsibility. Mm-hmm. Responsibility. Yeah. Why is it so hard to take it? Why is it so hard to say, this was my fault? Because they never want to admit when they're wrong. And I think that is something... That is killing us as a society as whole. There's no responsibility. Because people don't want to take responsibility for their screw-ups. That's just like, okay, here's, here's an example. Um, somebody that kills somebody blames the person that they killed instead of themselves because they're the ones that did it. Mm. I mean, why do people do that? Exactly. Why do... Uh, I can't even think right now. I'm like, duh, blonde. Duh, blonde. Duh, blonde. But seriously, why why do people that commit crime blame somebody else and not themselves when they're the ones that committed it? You notice they always turn to Jesus inside. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm all into God. I'm all God. Raise the roof. The reason why I ask these questions is I was watching your live yesterday. Oh, shit. My God, you did good. You're a little fidgety. I told you I was unmedicated on purpose. Oh, to see what I have to deal with. So everybody can see what you got to deal with and how I like either talk too much or zone out or yeah, it's that that's how I am unmedicated. Right. During my show. But I think it was a very good topic. Yeah. You you dove deep into a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that's why the I started out by asking you. Do you blame God? No. Uh-uh. What's some of the stuff that led you into these situations? Like... Where you started getting the depression and all that stuff. Some, because... do you, I just can't understand... A lot of these so-called psychologists say you're born with it. I don't think so. I think it's your actions cause it sometimes. Well, it's not always not all just the time. not always, but I will say it's not always just your own actions. It's 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 other people's actions towards you. 
mm-hmm. that cause it. I mean, there was a lot of things that I brought up, which I never thought I'd say <laughs> to uh, anyone. But there was a lot of scenarios I brought up during the show that were part of the cause. But then again, I can t- probably turn around and point fingers at myself and say I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it. I don't think there's a lot of things. Yeah, that. I had no control over a lot of it. But some of your actions did cause it. How? I'm just, I'm, I'm, that's just a question. I didn't make a statement. No. No. Uh, I, no. The things that happened to me growing up, um, I, that... That wasn't your fault. No. <laughs> no. And the reason why I ask about people taking responsibility... In a lot of places like Chicago, L.A., New York, you know Walgreens. Yeah. I like Walgreens. Yeah, I haven't been going there. I can't stand CBS. I, I like Walgreens, though. I hate CBS. They are now having to close down stores because people are just walking in, stealing what the fuck they want, and walking out. They do that everywhere, though. They do that in every store. But that kind of behavior, now see, you they're go, passing down to their kids. But you go and steal stuff, I mean, that's your fault. That's your responsibility. And now, I mean, I've witnessed parents having kids steal things. I've seen that in, like, Walmart. You remember that? Yeah. We, you, used, you, we used to <laughs> say, you know what, go return that shit. Yeah. And we let them berate the kid because we didn't want them doing that. Yeah. Now, they let their kids do that shit. Oh yeah, they encourage it. Oh, a lot. Of, there's parents out there that have their kids steal for them. So the parents, because they figure they're minors, they won't get in trouble as much as if they would if they did it. What's that say about the person? That they're a piece of shit. They have no freaking morals. Mm-hmm. That uh, they shouldn't have kids. <laughs> they shouldn't. Why would you want to put your kid in chances of getting arrested? Because that's the morality that they do now. Because they don't care. Because some people want stuff so badly that they don't care who it hurts if they steal it. I mean, that's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. They don't care. No, they don't. They just want it. And I'm sorry, but if you can't make the money yourself and earn the money and pay for it, then you don't need whatever you're stealing. And the stealing affects us as well. Oh, yeah. Meaning shrink. Yeah. That's what I call it. Oh, yeah. We just had full store inventory, so that was And when something's missing, the prices have to be raised. Yeah. Meaning we all pay for that. Yeah. I witnessed all the prices in our gas station getting raised yesterday. Well, that has to do with political stuff, but I'm talking about... When somebody just walks through, starts stealing shit, it affects everybody. So they go in there and steals a cell phone case. And that happens over and over and over again, and the business starts losing money. They do what Walgreens did. They close the store. Because the actions of a few. Gas stations have kids stealing stuff all the time. I know that. Okay, so... But I'm talking about Walgreens. It was so bad with these people just walking in and stealing shit. 
they had to close the store. So the whole community is being affected by these pieces of shit. That is the type of stuff we're living in now. Yeah. I'm very scared for the grandkids. Very scared. If I ever see them steal something, I'm going to crack them on the ass. Well, we know we would. Yeah. But others encourage it. Yeah. This self-entitlement bullshit is just stupid. Let's not work for it. Let's just steal it. Exactly. Who needs to work when you can just take it because you feel everything is owed to you? That's one thing, like, in the uh, the biker world is people go to, like, a rally or something. Yeah. They work very hard for their bikes. Yeah. Very, very hard. Yeah. Let's face it, owning a Harley is like paying a freaking mortgage on a house. Nowadays, yeah. And the value ain't even holding up with Harley. So they walk out of the bar and their bike's gone. And I hate to say this. I hate to say this. I really do. But over 90% of the time when a bike's stolen, it's from a club. The club does it. Been there, seen it. All that stuff. And I don't understand why, because those that steal bikes, you're paying on yours. How do you think they're going to feel? With all the money that they put into it, and then all of a sudden it's gone. So what does it say about them type of bikers? I think they're pieces of shit too. Bikers that steal other bikers' bikes? Yeah. That's... A sad state of affairs. It's like you're paying on yours. They're paying on theirs. Why you got to take theirs? Just worry about your own. I agree. These big rallies. That's why I don't I like mean, going to big rallies. You I always mean, got to stand by your fucking bike. I mean, what is that? Is, is the concept like retaliation? Because that person pissed you off that badge. You got to steal their bike. Well, you bring up a good point. Yeah, that, a lot of it does that. And a lot of it has to do with their fucking pricks. Okay, well, if somebody pissed you off that bad, why you got to touch the bike? Why don't you just go fist fight like back in the day? Wait, they can't even do that anymore. They have to shoot each other. Well, see, that's just fucking dumb. I think they just need to go old school and just fist fight it. Everybody's been saying that forever, and go it's to the never going to happen. And throw, them, throw them hands. It's never going to happen. <laughs> but when you go to a rally and you got to sit by your bike, what the fuck's the point of going to the rally? Well, how do you expect to enjoy the rally if you got to babysit your bike? But, I mean, I've seen a lot of people, which I don't know how good it is, that have those locks and stuff for their bikes. None of that works because all you need is a freaking... Uh, uh, bolt cutter? Well, no. All you need is a freaking uh, piece of fucking tubing and you throw it up. <laughs> Four people can lift that bike and go in two minutes. See, that's why I don't get it. Why spend the extra money on some kind of security thing like locks and stuff for your bike if... They can still steal it. Well, they say... Yeah, they say. That they'll move on to an easier target. Not if they want it bad enough. This is true. This is true. They want it bad enough. They don't care you got a lock around your front forks. They don't care if you got a lock on your tires. They don't care if you got a lock on this or a lock on that on your Harley. They're going to fucking take it. But what happens is when they do steal that shit... The insurance has to pay it. Yeah. 
hopefully you got insurance. Yeah, hopefully. They got to pay it. And then what happens? Our insurance premiums go up. Because some piece of shit stole somebody else's stole shit. Stole somebody else's bike who was working for it. Mm-hmm. And probably put their heart and soul into that bike. Well, I mean, on top of bike payments and all the things that people have to do to maintain their bikes or if they upgrade stuff on their bikes, plus the insurance costs on bikes, because I'm hoping people that have insurance on their bikes have towing or have, you know, whatever, you know, don't go, don't go on the cheap end for your, for your bike as far as insurance. But it's like, that's a lot of money you're putting out of your pocket for that bike. Mm -hmm. That's just like the same as a a car or a truck. You know, you do all this work to it, and then you got some jackass out there that just up and takes your shit. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say probably more like 90%, you ain't never seeing that bike again. No, it's 99% of the They're going to take that That, bike, they're going to tear that shit down or whatever. It's gone. Uh, It's gone. Same as they do when they steal cars nowadays. They... It's gone. You get lucky sometimes, and they'll steal your car, and they'll leave it somewhere abandoned. But most of the time, if it's a if it's a nice car, they're stealing it and they're tearing that thing down. Right. But it goes back to well, the insurance has to pay, and we got to pay the premium. Yeah. Nothing's sacred anymore. No. As far as morals are concerned. No, because that's because most people don't have any. No, because they don't think they don't. Think about how it affects everybody else. No. And that's one of the things clubs have a problem with is image. Because everybody knows that's what's happening. Well, that's just like even like you were asking me, you know, if I blame God for like all the shit that happened to me. Well, no. I blame the person that did the shit because they had no morals. Mm. But what I find weird of that is, is one of those people... Grew up in the same house I did, and I have morals. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't. It shows you different type of personality and where uh, what they think about life. Yeah, it shows that I have respect for other people and other people's feelings, and he doesn't. There was an incident in, uh, I believe, it was San Bernardino, where uh, an angel got killed and a couple other got shot. I actually got the video of the incident. Oh, I remember that. And you see the guy walking through like it's nothing with a bunch of other people in there Mm -hmm. and just starts shooting. Doesn't care about the other people who are innocent. No. They just go in there, guns a-blazing. Well, there's a lot of people that go places with guns and don't, you know... How many times have you heard about the young child that got killed by a stray bullet or uh, the somebody shoots their, you know, the person that they're trying to shoot and somebody that had nothing to do with it gets hurt in the same at the same time mm-hmm. or they miss their target and they end up hitting somebody else. I mean, that's why. How I, do they live with herself after that? I don't I couldn't. Those type of people have absolutely no uh, self-respect for uh, any for life, in my opinion. They life no for themselves. Or both, yeah. We hear it all the time in Chicago. Five-year-old getting shot on a drive-by. Yeah. A ten-year-old. Yeah, all the time. And what's 
funny is when you get these fuckers in front of a uh, judge, they cry and whine that they were the ones that were the victims. Wait a second. You just sprayed a whole house and killed a baby, but you're the victim? Because somebody made me do it. This thought about being victims when you cause it yourself is something amazing. It's something I can't wrap my head around. But see, if you think about it, too, you know, if they use the thing, you know, some, you know, somebody made me do it. Well, you have a fucking choice. A choice. Choose not to. Oh, you're doing it because you want to get into that gang? Oh, well, is that gang or club or whatever so fucking important that you're going to take somebody else's life just to be in it? Very well said. I don't care if it's a gang. I don't care if it's a motorcycle club. I don't care what it is. But is it that fucking important that you need to take somebody else's life just to join? I don't think so. Very well said. If they call you, you know, if they say that like a gang or or a motorcycle club are considered uh, like an extended family, Mm -hmm. well, would your family make you go out and kill somebody? Wow, she's on a roll. What? I think it's fucking wrong. I think there should be different ways, okay? Like, what happened to the old school ways back when, like, we were younger where you want to get into a, a gang they jump you in. Yeah, you got jumped in. You get your ass beat. And if you see you get through that, you're in. Now it ain't like that. It ain't like that anymore. Not here in Chicago anymore. No, not here. I mean, I can't speak for other states. I can only speak for Illinois. But what kind of freaking thinking, what is going on in your head that you feel, well, I want that patch that bad. Or I want to be in that gang that bad. Oh, they want me to go kill somebody? Well, I'm going to go fucking do it because I want to be part of them. I want to be their I want to be part of their family. I want to be their bro until they get caught. Yes, gets caught. Where the fuck are they? Where's your gang? Where's your motorcycle club? Fuck you. We don't know you. <laughs> and that's a problem within a lot of clubs cuz I hear a lot uh from guys doing time that they're forgot about. Yeah. Wait a second here. What? And then what? You're going to be in jail for how long? Because you did did something that somebody else wanted you to do because you chose to do the wrong thing? Because you thought that they were cool? You freaking ignoramus. Get your head out your fucking ass because now you got to go to jail and you got to basically protect yourself on a daily basis depending on where you go. Mm Mm-hmm. And then what are you going to do? Oh, I'm in jail, so now i got to find a family while I'm in here. Let's you do have this to go shit to... all over again. Exactly. Because your street let's... stuff don't transfer into prison. It's no, a whole different environment. There, when you go in there, you're a freaking nobody. It's all by race and hate to, And hate to say it, but when you go in there as a club member, most of the time you're a freaking nobody too. Exactly. And they ain't going to... We don't know you. <laughs> it's, it's not even that. It's like, okay, you were in a club on the streets. You're in here now. Yeah, it's different. And it's like, what the hell? So where did so, that decision get you? It got you fucking nowhere. It got you life in jail and you ain't going to have... You're going you're gonna to be nobody. You're not going to have... Uh, you're not going to be able to freaking feel a woman. You're not going to be able to ride the bike. No, you're not going to be able to do anything. You can forget about fast food. You could forget about, no, nowadays in jails, most of them, you could forget about smoking. 
Exactly. You know, you can forget about drinking unless you're making your own nasty shit with toilet water, you gross asses. <laughs> That's some sick shit. You actually become an animal. Exactly. A caged animal. And the, and then the mentality, you know, a lot of people that go to prison, their mentality is so screwed up that, once again, you're in there, you just got to fight for yourself, and there's a lot, of, a lot of places, a lot of prisons where you could be fighting for yourself and you don't survive it. No. All because you were locked up because of an action you did on the street. Because you chose... To do the wrong fucking thing. You're very passionate about this subject. Yeah. Why is that? Because it's freaking stupid. It's depressing. It's sad that people would let other people get so much in their head just to be a part of something that they'd stoop to that level of doing that. It's It's irritating. Well, we're going to take our first music break, and then we're going to get some thoughts uh, from China Dow hmm. about her show yesterday, what she was trying to say, uh, what she was trying to convey to the audience. Uh, it was a really good uh, deal, man. I was just sitting there listening and all that good stuff. You were making a lot of good points, so we're going to come back talk about that after this break. <laughs> Tragedy in this Welcome to the family Hey, there's something missing Only time will alter your vision Never in question Lethal injection Welcome to the family Not long ago you find the answers Were so crystal clear Within a day you find yourself Living in constant fear Can you look at yourself now? Can you look at yourself? Casualty rerun, welcome to the family. I'll try and help you with the things that can't be justified.
Honest and Trusted Biker News now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Okay, you know what I don't get? What? I'm wanting a crawfish boil <laughs> for Father's Day. And? and now I know why I can't get it. Why? Because you don't even know how to put fucking milk into a fucking cereal. I told you I don't use I don't use milk with my cereals, and I never have, so I don't know how to do the milk cereal ratio. You see what I have to deal with. <laughs> you see what I have to deal with. My bad. Don't know how to put milk into cereal. My bitch ass eats it out of the box. What the hell? I don't know. Because I'm sitting here every morning. She brings me my Wheaties. Yeah. It's not your Wheaties. What is it? <laughs> Frosted mini wheat. Frosted mini wheats. Yeah. My Wheaties. And your muffin. And my muffin. Yeah. And sometimes eggs. And I'm sitting here looking at it. And I was like, where's the milk? <laughs> Literally, I'm like, where the hell's the milk in this thing? <laughs> and I let it go. I was like, okay, maybe, you know, we had uh, the last thing out of milk. No. <laughs> and it happens again. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, what the fuck, man? How much milk did we go through that I don't get no milk for my cereal? <laughs> we don't. You're the only one that uses the milk. And now to come find out, I just looked at her. I was like... Can you put some milk in the cereal today? Oh, I didn't know how. <laughs> I do know how. <laughs> no, you just said you didn't know how. I know how to pour milk. I just don't know what the correct ratio is for milk versus cereal. You know, I like everybody's different. Some people like it drowning, and some people prefer very little milk. So I don't know what the hell. Oh, man, I like that shirt right there, Dirty Knob. Suck more head, <laughs> eat more tail. <laughs> you wanted to respond to uh, Grandpa Slayer. Yeah, his comment. Because he made a comment about just a few minutes ago about how all of us here should uh, thank our mothers for, for, for being here instead of being dead. Okay, well, yeah, I'm grateful that I'm here and that I'm not dead, but my mother, my egg donor, she don't deserve any thanks whatsoever, especially when, like I said in my show last night, you know, when I met her for the first time, I was born in 73 when all this Roe versus Wade thing happened. So, yeah, um, my, my greeting from her was, well, if abortions were legal, you wouldn't be here. So I'm surprised that didn't affect your judgment on the issue. No, I... Where it's like, well, she said I wouldn't be here if there was abortion. Yeah. Which is true. 65 million babies. Well, I don't want to speak for everybody else. I only speak for myself. And myself, in my opinion, I would never do it, so... Very well said. Very well said. Yeah. What were you trying to convey yesterday during your live show? Well, the biggest thing I was trying to convey is that people that have depression, panic, and anxiety, and any other mental illnesses need to realize they're not alone. Right. Um, I mean, I said a lot that I never thought I'd say on the on my show last night. Probably, mm. probably because I wasn't medicated. But right. 
I just, I wanted to, my, my whole purpose of the show was that if I was able to help at least one person realize that what they're going through isn't a weakness and that they can get help and they do have people out there, friends too, that I'm sure are more than willing to be, you know, have their back and be by their side to, you know, not take advantage of your friends, but, you know, reach out and talk about your situations because the more you hold in those situations, the more you're going to do damage to yourself. Very good stuff. Right I mean, there. there's a lot of stuff that went on in my childhood and, you know, from like five years old to 16. And I didn't tell anybody. And do I regret not telling anybody? Yeah. How long did it take me to tell anybody? Well, I didn't say anything to my parents until I was 22 and pregnant. Mm. And then I just like, you know, when my... My dad said, you know, you made your bed, now lie in it, which means, you know, I got to support my child because I spread my legs and had a kid, you know, got pregnant. So, of course, I did that. I took, I raised my daughter. But my mother looked at me and told me my only options were abortion or adoption. So She can buck herself. I got pissed and... You told everything. And, and I told them everything. What I think you should do next what? is a live on living with a dirty greaser biker <laughs> compared to what your life would have been if you got one of them college degree uptight fucking yuppies. I'd really like to hear that. What it's like living with you? No, how you think it would have been different if you went with a uppity yuppity with money. I would have been... No, 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 no. Save that for a show. Okay. Because that, I think, would be a good show. Okay. I'll think about Especially it. Especially coming from a family like you did with money. Yeah, well. I was so we're going to talk about that. We're out, you know, you are. You got to do a show on that. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. I know, you know, a lot of us do want uh, our kids to do better. <laughs> by you know marrying somebody that see that's what got me with our daughter i never thought she was like that what she had a guy that was falling all over was an auto mechanic yeah she didn't think it was good enough no that pissed me off that pissed me off and yeah because auto mechanics they make just as much money as some people with college degrees he's liked her since high school and he was always willing to go up and see her at school which wasn't far you know it's not far from here but she told me that she wouldn't date him because he he didn't make enough money. And I said, what the hell's better than being with a mechanic, dude? Look at all the money you're going to save. Right. I'm like, now you're just stupid. I think and they kind of put at, that in her head. I looked at her and I told her, I'm like, I did not freaking raise you like this to judge people by their income. I was kind of blaming you. Well, you shouldn't blame me because I did not raise her that way. That's that school that did that to her. That's at school. That so it's going to be a good conversation. That's a good video for you. All right, what do we got for Cards Against Humanity here? Well, we've got some family feud here. And <laughs> since some people think that their lives are in their shitter, let's discuss top six answers on the board. Name a kind of place where you might see a porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you led that one in. <laughs> That was kind of funny. 
that's <laughs> as about as funny as you know not knowing how to put milk in cereal but okay uh it's a shitty deal ain't it it is it's a so campground shitty. yeah that's number four a campground number four but i have to admit where we had the rumble, they had some clean-ass bathrooms. Them bathrooms were clean as fuck, and they had about 30 rolls of toilet paper in them bitches. <laughs> it was nice. Usually you walk into them fuckers, are all nasty. It was nice. I liked it. You know, I gotta go out the Mississippi Palisades and check that out. Yeah, we gotta check out the bathrooms, see if they're gross. I don't think they will be. I don't either. Because that's right on the Mississippi River. And they're not going to let it because that's a tourist destination. Grandpa Slayer, correct. A fairground. That that would be uh, number six. A concert. That's Dirty Knobs. Nope. How the hell don't... Uh, what? Didn't make the list. I don't know. I think I'd have to put that in with fairgrounds. Because there's a it lot of concerts probably, going to yeah, the fairgrounds. Yeah. A toll booth. Do you ever take <laughs> a shit in the part of potty? No. I'm paranoid of porta potties. Why, you think a snake's going to bite you in the ass? No, I'm afraid because I'm small, I'll fall in. <laughs> <laughs> or my biggest construction site. Yeah, correct. 100%. That's number two. You're actually afraid to fall into a porta potty? Well, not just that, but I'm Or par- some asshole like me, a tip it over? That too. I'm, <laughs> I'm paranoid that I'll drop my phone in there. That'd be a shitty way to go and get it. Yeah, ew. <laughs> I'm paranoid. Why are you paranoid? I don't know. Because I've seen too many people get tipped over in porta potty, so I don't know. I think it's actually kind of funny, if, unless it happens to me, and then I'd be pissed. <laughs> you guys are giving good answers, but this list, I mean, they're, they're not on there. A carnival circus, Bedlam says. Nope, didn't make it. Are you shitting me? I guess that would have to fall into fairgrounds again. Yeah, that all that would fall under fairgrounds, in my opinion. Right. Carnivals do them at fairgrounds, and yeah, mm-hmm. that would all fall, I think, under the same topic there. Okay. So we've got construction, campground, fairground, but there's still three more. What do you got? Well, a playground park. They hardly have anything there. Oh, ours do. Oh, they do? Yeah. But the problem is, is people won't use them. They come to the fucking gas station. And then, uh... (laughs) My sister said my yard. (laughs) She has an odd house, don't she? She has an odd house. (laughs) That's awesome! She does. Talking about living off-grid. So we got... Number one is park. Number two is construction site. Number three is a sporting event. They're probably talking about a local sporting event. And then four was campground. Number five, I don't know why it's on here. A parade. That doesn't sound freaking... It makes sense if you go to like, like okay, where I grew up in Schaumburg and they had their Schaumburg Septemberfest parade. It makes sense for that because that brings in, like, that town, Schaumburg's huge. Mm. So they do have Porta Johns on the route. <laughs> that does make sense. But I'm sure it doesn't happen everywhere. And then Fairgrounds was the last one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just wow. Mm-hmm. You know what? You got to get a poll of uh, people... 
and ask them what kind of topics they like you to talk about on your show. But I think the next one should be that. Nah, I don't want to. Well, we'll see. I've asked people all the time to send me ideas for topics, but nobody... I ever... just gave you one. Well, I'm not talking about you. I said I ask people all the time show topics, and I don't get any. Anyway, guys, we're going to see if she knows how to put milk in my breakfast today. We're going to see how that works out for Hollywood. I'll give you an update tomorrow. We're out of here. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.